Hey there, Juan Morales here, and in today's episode, we're going to cover a very important concept, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you're trying to grow your business, you're trying to get clients, but you're getting run over because it seems to be that you're a me too product. You're doing something that they seemingly can find anywhere else, so you're one of a bunch of people. And the concept here, which is very powerful, is the concept of positioning and why a positioning strategy can make a huge difference for your business and a huge business for identifying your customers and for your customers to be able to identify you, which is really the most important thing, so that they can seek you out because what you're doing is different. So Al Reese and Jack Trout wrote this book called Positioning the Battle for Your Mind. And in the book, one of the things they talk about is how, as humans, we have a limit of how many things we can really store as a list. This is the reason why phone numbers have seven digits, and it's the reason why for so many things, when we want to think of, let's say, brands of cereal, we can list a couple of them, but once we get to around seven, that's where we stop. And it's because our minds usually only handle, and I've heard this concept explained many ways, but it's usually it's called the concept of seven plus or minus two which is, it can be up to nine or it can be as little as five. But that's really the limit that we have in a category. Now, what happens? And most of us, when we see a business that's doing something, our first instinct is to go and do the same thing. So let's say that someone comes in and they're selling, let's call it business coaching, and I come in and I'm selling business coaching too. Now, with time, enough people do that, now all of a sudden that got commoditized. Everybody is a business coach now, and you've seen this happen already as you've explored social media you see how everybody's a coach a consultant even though there's people like me that have been doing it for a while and I'm also labeled a coach and a consultant in many ways because my nature is to try to give you a definition that you're going to understand of what I do but the truth is that hurts me more than it helps me because it allows your prospects to pigeonhole you on the same category as your competitors so there's nothing that is unique about you and that creates a problem now here's another thing that happens right when you look at a market one of the dynamics that usually happens in any market that you're in is that the market starts to split the market starts to divide into more specialization this is the reason why originally we had a general doctor and then now you see that there's specialists all the way to an orthopedic surgeon that focuses only on shoulders and stuff like that. So it always divides and splinters off. So over time, there's more sophistication. And these are things that happen in a market. Now, usually, when the market evolves like this, the leader of the previous category does not remain the leader when it shifts to that next stage. And let me give you the example. IBM was the big hit when it came to personal computers. And they were the, the biggest at making computers and doing all these things. And then did they become the biggest software company in the world? No. Microsoft did. Right? Because Microsoft saw that within the usage of a computer, there was the hardware stuff and then there was the software stuff. And they decided to specialize only on software. So they went in that direction and then became the number one software seller on the planet. Then came the internet. Now, 
in the internet, you would have thought that because Microsoft was the number one creator of software, they would have become the number one method to get into the internet. And even though for a while they did push Internet Explorer into everybody's computer, they never turned out to be the dominant player when it came to the age of the internet. That, of course, became Google. Right? Google became the number one player, the search engine, and all these things that we use it for. So now people were online, everything was happening, and then you have the coming of social media. Now think about it, right? Social media, you have MySpace, you had all these things, and Google was the search engine king. So you would have thought that Google would also become the social media king, but no. Facebook became the social media king. And what I'm trying to show you with this is that usually within the scope of the category that you think you're in, there is a slice that you can segment out and make yourself the number one at that particular part of it. One thing that I used in one of my programs was that in one of the markets that I was in, a lot of people were selling beginner training. And it was all for beginners. But I found when I was looking at it that there wasn't that many people teaching advanced stuff. So I knew that I could position myself as the person who teaches the advanced stuff because everybody else was teaching the basics. And again, there are several ways to skin this. You can look at it from different perspectives and you can do it in terms of basic, advanced. You can do it in terms of specific categories. You can do it in terms of drilling down into a particular step But the point is that you want to create a new category. You don't want to become someone who's chasing someone else who's already done it. And that now you're coming in and saying, oh yeah, but mine is better because it has this. Because guess what? No matter how good your product may be, the mind may already be saturated with it. And it is very hard to then desaturate the mind from thinking there's all these contenders in a category it's a lot easier to just create a new category that did not exist. And if you look at all the businesses that have really thrived in the past few years, they're all category makers. They created something where it did not exist before. And now it became a part of our reality. And now we think that it always existed, but it didn't. Think back 20 years ago, 30 years ago. How many of the industries that we see today, how many of the softwares that we see today, how many of the coaching mechanisms and things are the same. Some, of course, are evergreen and are forever, but the development of software, the development of applications, tools, and things has grown exponentially, and it keeps growing. And one of the ways that it grows exponentially is by this concept of literally dividing and conquering. So when you're looking at your market, let's say that you are a doctor and you're let's say, helping people with weight loss or whatever the thing may be. What's better, to just be another weight loss doctor like everybody else or to pick a slice of the market and make yourself the only guy that makes a product that's especially for that segment? So let's say that you're talking about, let's say, weight loss for divorced women. Imagine that you're pairing up not only nutritional stuff but also psychological things that you need to overcome by getting back into the dating game or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, your solution has a better fit than the other solutions out there. And you've made the other solutions out there incomplete. So naturally, every divorcee 
that is thinking about joining a weight loss program, they'll see other people selling weight loss like everybody else. But if they understand that they are divorced and they're looking for whatever it is that you can help them solve because you chose that that's your market, you're going to appeal to them a lot more because they're going to say, this is exactly what I was looking for. The other ones are not fully a fit for me, but this one is. And that's really what you want to create. You want to create that full fit with them because you went so specific. It's very counterintuitive because we think that our probabilities are higher by broadening the scope and saying basically that we can help anything, anyone, any business. But the truth is, that's why most people fail because it is counterintuitive. If it were intuitive for people to just branch off and go deeper, so many people would be doing this categorization stuff that there would be very little competition. But that's not how things work. We tend to copy whatever we see because we think that's working and we can get a piece of that. But over time, that works against us because once a crowded field, very hard to distinguish one from the other. So then you start racing on price, which means that the prices are going to go down to the bottom, to free, to making all these promotions to try to gather other people to come in. Instead of picking a segment of it and just becoming the number one person on the planet at that. One of my mentors started a business and he realized that what he wanted to do didn't even exist as a category. It did not exist as a category. So what he did is he created the category first and then he built his business as the first business in that category, which made him the master of the category. And once you have that frame, you can operate as a market leader because guess what? You are. You are the only person that's focused on that part of the market that does that in that specific way. And this is why it's so important to really focus on that and how you're positioned with that market. And at the same time, to focus only on the people that you're trying to get. You have to make it more specific so that you stand out. Because if you say, oh yeah, we help... I mean, think of how many things you see right now where it's something like a site like Wix or one of these sites that are all like, hey, we can help you get your website online. How many of them are there? And if you started counting in your mind, you come up with five or seven or whatever, and then after that, it's just like another, oh, it's another page maker. Oh, it's another site builder. Oh, it's another thing that does this. Same thing with like e-com stores. And you see it with like, oh, it's like another Shopify or it's another WooCommerce or whatever the story may be. But that's because they're trying to appeal to everybody. Now, imagine that instead of trying to appeal to everybody, they decided that they wanted to appeal only to, let's say, accountants. Now, you would have to think what kind of things would an accountant need on his, let's say, a web page that other people don't need. And how can I make this experience even better for accountants? And then, now you have a product that's like, hey, accountants, you need to have your web page built with this because this has built in a lot of things that accountants need that maybe other businesses don't need, which is why the competition never makes them. But because I made this for you and you want to be able to manage your clients, you want to be able to connect with them, you want to be able to X, Y, Z, now you're able to do that with my solution where you weren't able to do this before with the other solutions that are out there in the market.
And that's really the essence of doing this. So remember, divide and conquer. If you're thinking of the market and you're thinking of your niche, split it up. Look at the segments that you can come up with of that market. How is it structured? As I told you, I had a lot of success with selling advanced stuff where everybody else was just selling the beginner. Because everybody thought that I'm going to do the same thing that everybody's doing, doing the beginner. I've had a lot of success with just focusing on like, okay, what does the advanced section of that market look like? Because there's going to be people, there's going to be fewer people, but it's a higher ticket. And then I can work with them. And of course, another benefit of this is that when you're not dealing with beginners, but rather with advanced people, that means they may have already, and I say may with an asterisk next to it, because they may have already gone through the basics. Even though my experience has taught me otherwise, I now know that you know, a lot of people are basically just get lucky and have some sort of results, but it's not because they knew what they were doing. And that just happens. It's a part of life. But the most important thing to understand is that you need to divide your market. You need to divide it. And again, you can divide it into skill level. You can divide it by growth level. You can divide it by milestones. You can divide it by steps. You can divide it. But the point is, you make the market. See, otherwise, what would happen is everybody's a business coach. And that's it. Or a sales coach. And that's it. But then you wouldn't have, let's say, a customer engagement coach, an automation coach, or an automation software, right? Because it would just be one thing, one system to run the whole business. That's not the way it works. That's why specialize or die. Differentiate or die. That is why it's so important. It's so important and critical nowadays. So if what you're doing does not distinguish you from the next guy over, you're going to be in a hard situation. But, if you create your category, even though it seems a little bit ridiculous, right? It may seem like, why am I going to do that? Well, you have to. Different is better than better. Because different is noticeable. Better isn't. If I tell you that, I, that one piece of steak is better than the other piece of steak, can you really tell if it's better from visually seeing it? No. But if I tell you it's different, you can tell. And that's the whole point. That you want to be different so you can stand out. You don't want to blend in. You want to stand out. So again, differentiate or die. Create your own category. Thank you, Al Reese and Jack Trout, for sharing those concepts with me and my mentors because they've installed it and it's a game changer. 